Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Portal to the Paranormal for the podcast. I uh, hope everyone is doing well and you guys can hear me and see me okay. Um, let me know who's in, you know, leave a comment. Um, but tonight, another great guest that we've got joining us. Um, her name is Jenny Sullivan. Um, she is the founder of Shadow Whispers in the Night podcast and also founder of Emerald Island, Island Emerald Isle Paranormal Researchers. Um, so we're just going to pop her on. Good evening, Jenny. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm Again, thanks for joining us tonight. Um, taking time out. And also everyone that's watching, a um, little comment in the for Jenny. It's her birthday today as well. So happy birthday, Jen. Thank you. Thank you had a you. good day? I did. I had a great day. I skipped the gym, which was great. <laughs> and, um, I, uh, I'm having a little gin and tonic because it's my birthday. So cheers. <laughs> Well, I've got a Pepsi, so cheers to Thank you there. You. My little birthday, Jen and Tonic, So just a few hellos. So we've got Paula in there. Hello, Paula. Hello, Bobby. Uh, hey, we've got the boss man in, Daniel, our boss. Hey, wishing you a happy birthday, and Bobby wishing you a happy birthday as well. So brilliant. So, um, yeah, so let's have a chat about yourself, Jen. You know, as I mentioned just now, you're the founder of Shadow Whispers in the Night podcast. Yes. And also Emerald Isle Paranormal Researchers. Bit of a mouthful there. Isn't but... it? I like, to, I like to kind of, you know, be awkward. <laughs> I'm a woman. I like to be awkward. Test Emerald me out Isle. there. Nearly felt. Um, but yeah, you know, first question, and I think it's one of the most popular questions when you're talking to people that are getting into the paranormal field. How did it all start for you? You know, from before, you know, the Emerald Isle Paranormal Researchers, how do you get into it? I think, like most people, when I was younger... I had experiences. I think I was the only one in the family. I, I come from a family of 11. It's an Irish family. I think there's 11 or 12. I'm probably missing someone or I'm probably adding <laughs> someone to the family. I don't know. And um, I seen things. I was that child. I was that one who lived behind the couch, didn't speak. I, was, I mean, I didn't speak. My sister had to take me to like therapy because I didn't talk. I was that child. No, I don't shut up. <laughs> and I really don't. And um, seeing things and hearing things. Then as I got older, I, um, I was seeing more things as I got older. And then I joined a team about 16 years ago. I cannot believe it, 16 years ago? Maybe. Years ago. Maybe. And then I uh, I was with that team for about I don't know, six, seven years, something like that. Maybe eight, six, seven years, I'm not too sure. And then I started my own. That team had folded and then I started my own team five years ago. Brilliant. Um, and, and you're saying that, you know, from a young age, you, you were seeing things, hearing things, you know, how, do you remember roughly how old you were and, you know, what kind of things were happening and how did it make you feel? Um, I was probably about five or six and I'd look out my bedroom window and I'd look up to my garage. There was no door, no window in it. And uh, there was a, an, a, an old car parked in it, but I seen something white going around it. Now I work with animals, so I'm kind of like, is it a cat? I must go rescue it and add it to my collection. And um, but it was there was no legs, it was white going around the car, around it a few times. Mm. Too fast. No, the legs weren't weren't there. And then I heard banging, you know, you know, the hot press, the, the water tank. I could yeah. hear banging in it, banging in it. And we had these old, you know, those old irons that you used to kind of think you put hot water in and and that we had them in the hot press, but I could hear this banging, 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 banging. 
So what I always thought, of, do you know what I actually thought it was? You know, the shoemaker, mm. you know, the story of the shoemaker, you know, the little, you know, the, the little people come out and like to make shoes. Yeah, that's yeah, the children's book. That's okay. I just want to make sure we're on the same page there. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I thought it was. And um, little things like that. And when I'd say something, oh, we heard, we heard singing outside, you know, and my sister would say, it's nothing, it's nothing. And my brother used to call down to my sister saying, did you call me? And she said, no. So little things were happening in the house. <laughs> and, you know, as you've grown up and the older, has it always stayed with you then? So would you say that it's still a big part of your, you know, with what you do now? You still feel things or, you know, see yeah. things now? Yes, I really, really do. And I think the longer I'm doing it, the more open you get with it, the more... Uh, I don't know how to express it or explain it. You know, it, you kind of like you live it every day. Like I was just saying last night when I was um, voicemailing my friend um, on Facebook, voicemailing her because I'm too lazy to type. And um, so when I was looking up, I'm doing a show on Saturday and I'm looking up my my guest's bio and whatnot and, you know, getting everything ready. So I listened back to the voicemail I've sent to my friend. I heard my name. I'm sending her a voicemail and I heard because it was that point because it caught my attention it caught my attention and uh, and I'm like what Jacqueline thank you so much thank you um it caught my attention and I'm like are you kidding me and I listened back to it again and I'm and I mailed my friend Rosemary and I said I'm going crazy I, I think I'm going crazy because when I've done lives remember the video I sent you when my name was yeah. that as well and then I get it on my voicemail last night and my daughter could hear something else after it. My friend could hear something else after it. It's just constant, constant with me. I don't know who it is. I don't know who it is, but it's constantly with me. I don't know. Some thought it was a female. I thought it was a male. I don't know. So so you think you've got a presence with you, you know, near enough all the time? Sounds crazy. What, would you, do, you, do you feel like the presence of this spirit is someone that you might have known or someone that you may have picked up? picked up along the way of what you've been doing and, and the one the ones who i do are not alive <laughs> <laughs> but do, do you think it's something that's connected to you personally like oh, somebody thinks it is a friend of mine thinks it's, it's someone who's connected to me i don't know well, i've been to locations so bobby's and, asking do you feel that it's like an attachment to you then i'm told it was an attachment i've been to locations one for the first time going to new locations going back a few years ago and i do the audio work and then i remember being in ducats grove in county carlo and when i when i was doing the audio when i got home it was like someone behind my my shoulder going jenny and i'm like who is it like, i've never been to the location before it was my first mm -hmm. night only and i have somebody say my name i don't know it's an attachment is it someone that's i some i think i I think I know who it could be, but I don't know if that makes sense. Somebody says it's my dad, and he's okay. hanging. Around, he's hanging around to tell I forgive him, but you don't want to hear what I said. <laughs> It'll be a long time. <laughs> we'll leave that one. So, so you feel it could be a dad possibly attached to you, um, and it, it sort of leads in when you're doing your investigations. How are you able to separate that attachment to you to other spirits? Are you able to tell if it's like, do you feel this spirit follows you when you go to your investigations or do you feel it was just stuck at your home? I'll come, 
They come with me. They come with me. I think they come with me. Because, like I said, with, with Carlo, first time there, I hear my name being said. When I go to another location down in the south of Ireland, the uh, Athenae Museum, um, when we do the, the spirit box and so on, um, yeah. guy who who uh, who runs it, um, they're not happy with me because I have this presence with me. Some of the spirits are not happy with me because I have this presence with me. I can't make it up. I don't understand it. As long as I'm doing it, I don't understand it. So, so you feel that it upsets other spirits. So what kind of things have you experienced then? You know, you know, going around doing your investigations, you know, what kind of things have happened to you personally? And there was a place up in the north of Ireland, Shane's Castle. Fantastic place. Love it. Have done that location every single month for six years consecutively. So I knew the place inside out. And um, oh, we did a reenactment one night. And the guy who ran the team said, Jenny, you're going to provoke. And I don't provoke. And um, but I, I had to that night. So I'm provoking and I'm kind of like, you know, giving these soldiers orders and whatnot. So coming to the end of the night, I take my group back down to the tunnels to end the night off, go back to where we had done the reenactment. When we walked in, you like hit in the face with sulfur. It was the most powerful I've ever smelt in my life. It would burn the hair in your nostrils. It kind of hurt my throat. Awful, awful. And then um, one of the girls said, you know, we're not going to continue. And I said, we are. We know they're here. They know we're back. We're going to continue. So we're walking down and we have public with us. And then we thought, OK, I, I thought again about it. It wouldn't be safe. So we turned around to walk back out. And I then said, I don't know why we're leaving if they know we're here. And with that, it was like the matrix. It's as if something came up and ran through, like ran through me, knocked me off my feet almost. I was kind of like slow motion. My head went head went back slowly, and I, my hearing went hmm. for a few seconds. Um, my eyes were closed. I could, it was like everything was as if you're under underwater. The hearing, and then when I came to a few seconds later, I actually for the first time said get me out, get me out, get me out. But then I had to compose myself because I have people with me. Mm. So that was the one that made me think, don't be a badass, go in with respect. You're not Billy Big Balls, you know, that you kind of know what you're doing because I didn't and I still don't. But, you know, I, I am more uh, pre prepared, if that makes sense. I think I agree with what you're saying, though. You know, a lot of people, uh, you know, you know, how do we do investigations and what do we do? Where do we do it? What equipment? Sometimes you just need to draw it all back to basics. And the key thing is wherever you go, whatever locate is all about respect. You know, I think that's the key thing is your intent and the way you do things. It's not about disrespecting the, the location or the history of the location. It's just being respectful. And I think that's for, I don't know if you agree, but I think for any new investigator going into the field, you know, get the basis right, respect, you know, right. and talk to the spirits like like the way you would want to be spoken to by someone that sat next to you. You know, it's that's what I feel. And, and going into that, do, do you feel, you know, that's the key part of being an investigator is one, respect, but also, you know, how, how what do you do to communicate with them? How are you... Do you introduce yourself at every location? Do you, you know, what's your process of, you know, trying to connect with the spirit? 
when we go to locations and we like to go to the same locations time and time and time and time after time because we are kind of like uh, doing research in, in all of these locations say the Drogheda Museum Millmount one of my favorite locations I love it I'll be back in a few nights uh, Lep Castle, Redwood Castle, the Athenaeum Museum these are just some of the locations we have gone to for the last few years we we go in we say hi here you know back again you know hope you're gonna join us tonight and you know how was your day and and kind of be on one with them and and they get to know you they do really get to know you and um we just explain what we're going to do because i said now you know what we're going to do we want you to work with us you know and uh you know have fun with us or tell us what's happening and whatnot so that's how we go into every location Brilliant. So, before I go into my next question, what I want to do is um, just reply to one of um, Bobby's just asked a question there. Um, do you do the Ouija boards or no? And could it have came from that? So I think what he's, he's trying to ask two questions there. So firstly, have you ever done the Ouija board on any of your investigations or never, ever? No, we've never used it. I'm not, I'm not opposed to it, but we just don't use it. We just don't. Um, do you believe in the Ouija board? Do you believe in what what the format is of the Ouija board and what it does, or do you think it's just a? I I it's another way of communication, but I'm also about the power of your movements as well. And I know when I had a fabulous Dr. Kieran O'Keefe on my show, and like I agree with him, and he said like, if you ask a question and you ex you expect, are you here? You know, and the answer is going to be yes or no. So it's your mind going from n and then your mind is going to think well what's after n is in O. so is it you're doing it yourself i my, here i am putting my finger and like my mouse pad it my mouse pad is an ouija board and i god knows what i've summed up with my mouse scrolling over it every time i use the computer my mouse and the, and the mouse pad thing so um uh we don't use them but i don't mind any other teams that do use them i I don't mind any team that uses them, but we just don't use them. We just kind of it's just, it's just preference of, you know. And do you believe, like, on the same line on the Ouija board at the moment? You know, you hear a lot of stories. Uh, a lot of it, you know, TV movies they hype it up sometimes. But mm -hmm. there's a lot of stories that you get evil that come through that are able to um, <laughs> imitate a person that was in the living, that someone that you were attached to or someone close to you, and they play tricks on you. Do you believe the Ouija board is able to? bring in that sort of spirit or demonic spirit, you know, things like that? I think anything can. Anything can. Dig digital recorders can. Anything can pretend to be something they're not. The Ouija board could be one of them. The recorder could be one of them. You know, uh, video, camera, because you get audio from anything that's electrical, you're going to get something from it. So I wouldn't just say it's the, it's the Ouija board. I think it can come from anything and everything. You're welcome, Bobby. I think it, it, it just it's not just a Ouija board, but the, like you said, a Ouija board, the movies are making it bad. But it's the recorder. I have some recordings that are phenomenal. Is it who they are? Is it a child I'm hearing? Or is it someone pretending to be a child to get my attention? And that's from a recorder. So it can come from any device, I think. Right. Um, with spirits, you know, it's one of the questions I ask a lot and I get a different, a lot of people come up with different kind of responses. They believe things in different ways. You know, spirits are there. They're watching us, what we're doing, you know, and it was like we were speaking to Scott the other day on our podcast um, from 
paranormal in history. And one of the things I asked was, do you think a spirit is stuck in the period that it, the spirit passed away in? Do you think it's able to know that it's moving forward with us, you know, into different centuries? And mm -hmm. do you think they're able to watch us and learn like the equipment that you use? You know, do you think that they are able to learn how to, you know, because we were on the subject about batteries being drained, things being switched off. Do you think it's them learning from us now in the spirit world? Or do you think they are stuck in their past tense of where they come from? I think ones can be stuck, can be stuck. And you know yourself, like a tragic experience, a certain date, time, year, something happened. I think they can be stuck there. Um, the ones that probably move forward with us, I would say they are learning what equipment we use because my camcorder is always being turned off. Even though I have it plugged in and it's on the tripod so the batteries can't drain, it shuts off. It shuts off. They hate the camcorder. I know in the Drogheda Museum, Millmount, they don't like the camcorder, so we've stopped using it. We have caught video uh, footage in Millmount and uh, the museum, and I'm waiting for this week to get a fantastic piece of video footage from the museum. Um, uh, this week that we haven't, I'm finally getting around to it after like two or three years. It's probably one of the best pieces. It's one of the best pieces of video from the museum. Mm. So once I have that, that will definitely go up. It is, it is amazing. We weren't in the building at the time, but I'm looking forward to getting it. It's been two or three years. Brilliant. And just to mention a lot of your content, you put a lot of it on, is it TikTok you use quite a bit, don't you? I would, anything that I get, I would say, uh, I'm beginning to put, I'm beginning to put uh, some audio up on TikTok on my um, Emerald Isle Paranormal Researchers page on TikTok. Um, mm -hmm. I have it on my page. I put all my I put all my um, EVPs and video footage and whatever on my Emerald Isle Facebook page. Brilliant. And what I'll do at the end in the comments, I will put a link directly to Jenny's content. So if anyone wants to check that out, you know, I've had a look and there's some great stuff that you can definitely have a look at. Um, and Jan's just said that they use the energy from the batteries, you know, um, and that, that sort of leads to my next question. You know, we're talking about how spirits are able to communicate with us, what methods they use. So we know draining batteries, people say is a source of energy for them. Do you feel going in with a positive and, you know, the right frame of mind also creates the right energy to, to communicate with these spirits or you know, do you think they're there at any time? You know, what, what's your belief to that? It has to be what I what I have found. Um, it's your your mood, what you're going to bring on the night. If you're in a bad mood, they're not going to work with you. They're not going to speak with you. I mean, who wants to talk to someone in a bad mood? But if you're having fun, and and when I say having fun, I mean, when we have our coffee breaks, the, the banter we get up to is like, you couldn't put the recordings up. But you get a little girl always coming in with us. Oh, you'd, you'd hear one of the women saying, here is Jenny. Uh, and, and we've got, we've kind of figured out one phenomenal piece of audio um, from the museum, from the museum. And it's absolutely phenomenal. And I'm so looking forward to get back in the next few days to kind of continue on of what we heard, which is mm. adjoining to what's happening in the museum. The audio which we couldn't make out the very end bit of it my daughter's friend made it out in one go and i'm like how how did you kind and of think that's that's that me as well wasn't it that we were discussing because yeah. i listened to it through and you know i listened to it a few times i slowed it down 
you know i tried i couldn't make out the end but there's something definitely being said but as you're playing it you know towards i would say like five six uh, five six seconds in yeah and excuse what i'm going to say but this is what i heard you hear like a male voice saying fuck off you know and i heard that that's something i heard very clearly you know probably out of it I think there's two males saying that I heard something else as well, which I cannot say on live. I cannot say it. Um, but I heard something in the middle of it. But I think it's two men. I think it's two men. And one is trying to tell me something, which is like, Jenny, can you hear me? Hmm. And then I think he, uh, some man said something. And I think the, one of the guys is trying to communicate or talk to me, uh, telling the other guy to shh while he's saying, Jenny, can you hear me? And this is all from the ICT um work that we do with the phones so this is all through the phone all through the phone that i've started doing and that that was an experiment that you've started doing and it's not one that i heard before and it was really good do you want to just tell people about that experiment what you were doing and just sort of highlighting it because when me and sarah we were talking about after we discussed it and we were like that's such a cool thing to do and it's amazing because people are looking for different ways to communicate and it's just great bringing something to the table so do you want to just share that with everyone and let them know what you were trying out absolutely and i said it a few years ago and then my friend alan from the museum said jesus jenny oh that's a good idea but when i looked it up it was it was kind of out many years ago but no one ever used it it was kind of something that was done okay say 15 20 years ago 30 years ago and no one continued on with it well not that long because it's a mobile phone but um it has been around a long time, but not many people use it. So anyway, my mobile phone and one of the team members' mobile phones. So they would ring my phone on WhatsApp. We have tried Facebook and normal calls. Didn't work as well as what, unless it's WhatsApp. So I put my phone on speaker and their phone is on speaker. We put the phone into one room of the building with a recorder, obviously away from the phone because you don't want interference. So we go to another part of the building and it's just questions only. We don't conversate because it's just going to ruin what's going on in the area. So say in the museum, the museum's only about 10 minutes away from me. It's in my town, so I'm in an awful lot. So the phone would be in the kitchen area of the museum, which is very active. We go up to the coffee room, which is two floors up. So we call that question saying, you know, um, do you prefer that we're not in the room with you? Mm. That you're comfortable now that you can talk to us. But you will hear, you will hear walking, you will hear talking. You will, and if you hear, ch, 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 I'd say to the guy, you know, uh, like that, so we don't speak, only okay. the question. And so we've had some amazing responses. It's so clear at one point where we actually had to go down and check to make sure no one had broken in. So clear. We were singing Ring a Ring a Rosie. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we got to the chorus, and I was telling everybody, like, to be quiet. We want the rest on the kitchen to finish it off. Uh, and we got, very, very clear to F off. <laughs> I don't think they like our singing. And um, oh my God, some of the stuff that came through it is madness. We went in Left Castle a few weeks ago and one of uh, my friends of mine um, uh, run a paranormal team in the south of Ireland, uh, back in time paranormal. And it was the first time I was doing it in front of them, you know, Mary. And uh, it was flawless. It was just brilliant. Like, you know the one I sent you with the counting? Yeah. That, that was in Left Castle. That was through the phone. We all heard it. Oh, that's through amazing. The it's like Bobby's just said as well. Um, he thinks that's amazing, what you're, an amazing idea, but also using the baby monitor as well. You know, and I think that's a great idea as well. It's just different tools that you can use that are so basic. And mm -hmm. let's be honest, 
like a baby monitor is not really designed to pick up spirits, is it? So if anything comes through, it's going to be. I heard when when my daughter, she's 19 now, but when um, when she was a baby and I lived on my own with her, I heard her giggling when she was supposed to be asleep. Did you think I went and checked my child? No, I didn't. <laughs> I was like, please go back to sleep, please go back to sleep. No, but I didn't go checking her and she was giggling. I'm like, oh, Jesus, Lord. <laughs> Just going back on, you know, the language that we're using and, you know, some of the phrases that we hear, you know, Jan's just asked, do you think they used that kind of language hundreds of years ago? Um, you know, what's your opinion on that? I was surprised when I was called a few names. And yes, I do think they did use that language. Um, and I'm like, I'm not a stranger to the language, <laughs> to language. And um, even I was shocked. And Jesus, if you shock me and you get me quiet, you're doing something really well. And, um, oh, I've been called to see you next Tuesday. And I'm like, did you use that word back in the day? And they did, apparently. Or maybe they heard me saying it so many times that they've just repeated what they heard. But that's I what I'm, it, it sort of makes you question how they pick up this sort of language. Because, you know, when, when again, we can refer to TV for a lot of things when it comes to the paranormal. And when you're looking at, you know, programs from that sort of era, you know, like Robin Hood and things like that, the kind of way they spoke and, you know, the language, it makes you think, did they actually use it back then? Or is it something that we're teaching them? Because let's be honest, this day and age, a lot of people use, you know, colourful language, don't they? And it's just like, could it be another way that they're picking up the way we are now? It's like when, when you're frightened and it, it does slip out of your mouth. I've been, <laughs> I've been caught off many times and live and I'm like, oh my God, like a chair behind me frightened me. And I know Jeremy York and Things Network never lets me forget it even when he does it live never lets me forget it you know remember that one time jenny on video when you said you're going to keep it pg pg five it's, seconds it's, later it's those moments isn't it we, we we were doing an investigation at manor farm in southampton and huh. i i've got into this more because of sarah she loves it and then once i got to know the team you know we got a great team right and we went to manor farm and everyone knows me i'm the bit of the you know i'm easily scared Anyway, so there was a load of equipment that was left in one of the cottages. And they're like, Nanda, can you go and get it for us? And I'm like, really? And I was like, do you know what? A lady's asked me to do something. I'm going to go and do it. It's Nikki, uh, one of our teammates. And I went out. And where there was so much, I was going backwards. And she literally grabbed me. And I think <laughs> I, used, I used every bad word that could have possibly been said. You know, it does catch you off. You know, like, it is, it is quite... It plays tricks with your minds, being in the dark all night, you know, different locations. I have done that with Alan, God bless him. I've done that with Alan when, oh, yeah, should have heard that. I think these spirits in the museum and is getting it from Alan. I don't think it's me because, um, oh, there's Joshua. Hi, Joshua. Um, all the things he's caused me because I jumped out on him. And I have, I always have a recorder on him or I'm recording it on my phone mm. when he's walking off the hallway. He works in this building. He's a chairman for this building, for this museum. I don't know how I still frighten him, but I have been called names that I can't say. And they're very original because I haven't heard them in years. So it's great to hear them coming back. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, now, you know, moving on, still in line with, you know, your investigations, you know, another thing that I think is a hot topic with a lot of people and everyone has different feelings is equipment. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. equipment, it seems to be, you know, people say they're getting something off a specific piece of equipment off a mobile, for example, like Necrophonic. I don't know if you've heard of that at all. I heard um, 
you know, spirit boxes, cat balls, you know, what, what do you feel is the right equipment for you to use? What do you find is the best kind of equipment to use? Always, always, always my go-to. There's always one beside me or in my handbag, my recorder. I am EVP obsessed, obsessed. It's taken over. It's no one, you know, like I always say, five dogs, five cats, two children, one ex-husband. I'm good because I'm always on the computer doing audio work, audio work. Mm. And I'm getting a, a new tattoo of the, the sound wave on my arm. For me, it's recorders. You can't go wrong with them unless somebody's whispering. But yeah. for me, it's recorder. The recorder. And do you tend to use other types of equipment or what is your thoughts? So if I throw a few out to you, um, you know, things like the spirit box, for example, it, it does a sweep of radio stations, you know, you've got the reverb and everything. And what people say, it can generate energy for the spirits to say certain things. Do you mm -hmm. feel that's something that is good to use? Is that something that you would use or yeah, not? I do use it. I, do use it. I have a few of them. The Cultist Box, Spirit SB7. Um, and I'm, I'm looking to get one or two more because I do like them. I've gotten great stuff from them, really amazing stuff from them. It's phenomenal. And what about yeah. something as simple as a pet toy, a cat ball? I don't know if you've ever come across them. Yes, I actually, a friend of mine, Tracy Day, had bought some and um, she left them here in Ireland for me. Um, I haven't used them as of yet. I am curious. And like we use the REM pod as well. And I'm hit and miss with the REM pod. One night it just kind of floored me. And I was doing a live while this was happening. And I'm mm. like, are you bloody kidding me right now? Are you kidding me that this is working and, uh, you know, going with the questions? Oh, hi, Linda. Thank you. And uh, um, couples haven't used just yet, but uh, I do have them and I will use them when I go back out in a few days, hopefully. Yeah, brilliant. Um, what other bits of equipment? Um, you know, I've seen so many things like the dowsing rods as well. You know, what are your thoughts? Because the Dells and Rods were originally used to find water. Am I right? You know, yeah. but people are saying that you can get intelligent responses by getting the spirits to confirm their yes answer, their no answer. You know, in a way, it's a bit like the Ouija board. Can you say yes to this? Can you say no? You know, yeah. you yeah. feel that that's more, you know, someone could be unintentionally making the no answer and making the yes answer. Or do you think that can work as well? I, with the, with the, with the, um, the dozen rods, I, my friend got me a set for my birthday. <laughs> I'll get it next week off a robot down in La Puzzle, so I'm really looking forward to using them. Because uh, I like to document everything. I like video footage. I like recorders. That's documentation that I, I can use. Uh, the dozen rods, I like to use them because I will start using them from next week. Uh, I have used my friends to see what they're like in the museum. And um, I know the answer. I know most of the answers there, and I know most of the people in the museum. I'm doing the location about six years. So um, I'm looking forward to using them. I'm looking forward to using them in a location that I know very well to see what, what I'm going to do. same kind of responses. So yeah. are you quite open to different ideas, different techniques and that? Yeah, very know? much. Because yeah. I, I find, you know, the only way that I can work when I'm out is by the equipment. You know, I am a big equipment person because I don't have the ability to... Mm -hmm. I say, you know, I've seen things, I've heard things, you know, but me hearing things, you know, is like, could that be in a sound that was like a hundred yards down the road and the sound has traveled and it's changed to the point of when I hear it. So yeah. I always question, you know, trying to find a logic answer. It's good, which is good. 
because not everything is paranormal and i find the ones who debunk a lot of stuff mm -hmm. good it is good and maybe it's no fun for people who want everything to be paranormal but that's really not how it works you know yeah. debunk 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 like i'm trying to debunk everything that i get um and people will jump in to say it's something and i'm kind of like not but what I about orbs? orbs as well you know this is another thing you know where we 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 had some footage where we put a camera in a, in a church and again it was at manor farm and you got this like perfect circle oh. and it literally comes from the bottom left and it goes up the screen and then just turns back round. you know and really? it, it's on our tiktok actually as well i put it on tiktok and just the the way it moves you know I know a lot of people say it's a fly, it's dust, and it can be. Some places it's so dusty, you can yeah. sort of tell when dust rises up, it's sort of sporadic and it goes everywhere. Yeah. You know, yeah. same with flies as well sometimes. But this one, what, what's your thought on orbs? Like, I take you, you must have captured some that you think that's got to be some kind of orb or. Um, have I caught something? Or, um, yes, I actually did. I couldn't think for a second, but I did. Um, and I'd like to try and debunk it, but this one I can't. I can't debunk this one because it was too good. And I would have to see one in front of me, in front of me, to say it's something. If I caught it on uh, camera, I'd have to kind of really dissect it. But yes, there is one that I um, did capture. But you know when it comes to cameras and orbs and lighting and whatnot, did I put it up on the page? I didn't because um, I'm not 100% on it, but it caught my attention. Because even when I was doing the live, I, you could, I, uh, when I was doing the live holding my phone, you can hear me going, <gasps> because it was coming too close to me. And then went back over to one of my team members and just went, he was lying on the ground and it just went up and down, like, on, like just up and down on his body where he was lying. And then it, it left and it came over to me. And that's when I went, <gasps> you know, and uh, th that kind of definitely caught my attention. Definitely caught my attention. And I keep saying the museum because it's in my town, it's beside me and I'm... Is that I'm one of your favorite locations, the museum? Yeah, yeah, I love it. And you know, it's like a jigsaw, I'm doing it six years. And you know, it's like a jigsaw puzzle. You're learning these people, but there's always something new, but then you'd always get the same, the little girl, the little boy, you know, when we brought over candy canes for Christmas and you'd hear him saying, mmm, candy and uh yeah it's and then so we're kind of sitting down and playing with them i bring in you know those i go into the charity shops and i buy soft toys or buy cars um little cars and whatnot one of the toys i have it's square and it's and it's soft but there's different pictures on it but it can't so it can't roll it has to be moved manually so mm. i like it can't roll because then i'm going to say is it a breeze i'm checking all the the doors and whatnot so um like stuff that cannot move by itself on at a card that can be done like the other side of the room you know joshua's just made a comment and you know going back to the orbs question that we were just talking uh all mm. seem to be um frowned upon in the community but i know the difference between spirit and dust and i do agree with him there you know there, there's some you know light anomalies shall we call it as such that yeah. is just the movement the way you know, some of the stuff that we caught, it, it, you can see it twisting, you know, and it's just like, it makes you really question, you know, what it is. And I do agree with Joshua, you know, it can be dust, you know, and that's the thing, it is frowned upon, but it's something like, sometimes it's just so clear, you, you can't, 
your attention. It catches yeah, your yeah. attention and then it makes you think. It makes you look at it more than once. Definitely, definitely. Um, oh another God. question from Jan. Um, she's saying, some people play Solomon. It quite scary, though. What do you think of it? I don't know what that. What is that? I don't know what that is. Obviously, then, so I didn't do it. What is Solomon? I like that, it. I, you know what, Jan, if you're still there, if you can, yeah. you know, elaborate on that, because it's not something I've come across that, you know. Interested, though. When you said, when you said Jan, it's, it's, it's uh, scary. I like it. It's quite scary. Yeah, but moments like that, you know, being in the moment when something scary happens, does it make you, you know, have you had a situation where you've been out on location mm -hmm. where something has happened that you can't just, you can't make a rational thought on it, you know, and it's pushed you to your limits where you think, is this the part where I stop now? Is it something that's... Oh, my God, yes. Yes, it really has. Gosh. Down in Love Castle uh or, or was it last year i think it was last year last august down in love castle in the um in the banquet room oh the yeah the the martello tower that's in the, the that's beside the museum as well that's all one place um so we were in the banquet room in love castle we had the spare fox on and one of the guys said to me jenny why don't you call out for your friend it's her anniversary in september you know she passed away in the 10th of september um and I said, no, because I never, ever called for my friend on any um, investigation ever, maybe here, but never on a location. And something made me just say, right, fine, I'll, I'll call out for her. So I said her name and I said, if you're here, what do I take with me? When I go visit you, when I go visit your grave, what, who do I take with me or what do I take with yeah. me? So the spirit box, we heard nothing. And I left it at that and, and so on. I left it and continue on with the night. When I was home, when I was started to do audio. And um, so this question was coming up and the question, my question, like, Neve, when I go visit you, who do I take with me? And then you'll hear it through the, like the spirit box, but we didn't hear anything in the night. Dogs. That's how she said with dogs. And I take my two big boys with me. I've got two large breed dogs and I always take them with me when I go visit Neve. So no one and i said in the night i said listen i'm going to tell you what i take with me i take my dogs with me i take my two big dogs but we didn't hear anything in the night until i did audio and then i heard it dogs was very clear and i sat up and i looked at my screen and i'm thinking what the frick did you just say did you actually tell me what i take with me and then that's when i said it was phenomenal that's when i said because i was in total shock because it took me like six years and i said no it's personal and I, i'm done i can't do it anymore i was hanging up my recorders and um uh and i you know when you let me get audio from other from people you know evps and whatnot and you think it's brilliant when it's your best friend who passed away um and she's answering you you're thinking holy crap i have worked for years to get someone who i know to kind of kick me up the earth and she did and that's when i thought i can't do it anymore and here I am, a year later. It's still great. And, you, and you're saying also about communicating, like you want to communicate with family members that have passed on. And, you know, a lot of people, you know, they want to have a connection from yeah. their family in the spirit world. Do you believe that spirits, you know, can come to you in any way? So in dreams, you know, they can talk to you while you're sleeping, but you can hear them and then wake up the next day 
feel that you've had a message from them? Do you believe spirits can communicate in any way they want to? Yes, I really, really do. Um, have I had dreams? I can't remember. Like, yeah, I did. I took my dogs with me. I have five dogs, and, and the, the three of them are small, and the other two are big, so they can walk the walk. Um, but yeah, I was sitting in my house here one night, oh, about three years ago. And um, so Jenny, Jenny, big balls, you know, had the recorder out. Jenny had a gin and tonic and I had my recorder out and I'm sitting at the back of the living room. And I said, I know you're here. It's probably about two in the morning. And I was like, I know you're here. I know there's the man in my house. You know, you got to say something to me. You got to say something. Then you'll hear on the recorder, I'll hear uh, someone goes, Jenny. And then you'll hear me on the recorder saying, did you say something? Did you just say something to me? Are you trying to talk to me? But I had, so it was a DVP and an EVP. Mm -hmm. So I disembodied voice phenomenon, heard it. Thank God my recorder picked it up. And then you'll hear me asking, like, did you just try to say something to me? So yeah, DVPs, I'm hearing a lot of them, which is cool. I love it. It's fabulous. I, I think it's amazing. I do love it. And, you know, okay. for anyone that's um, wanting to join into the paranormal, you know, Stan, you know, what are the key things that you would give someone as advice, you know, to, you know, get them involved and in how they can introduce themselves into the paranormal? What would you give advice to a new investigator? Never go on your own is one of them. <laughs> Never investigate on your own. And that's no problem with me because I won't even go to the bathroom on my own. I have been known for it. I've taken selfies with me and Aiden, you know, at the women's toilets because I won't go on my own. But um, don't do it on your own. Uh, respect the location. Don't go in like Billy Big Balls is my new favorite word. Don't go in guns blazing and don't be cocky. Mm. Go in with respect because you will quickly get your ass kicked if you do. You will. And you will be frightened. It will frighten you. It can frighten you. You know, it's like anybody alive today, if you talk crap to them, they're going to ignore you or you're going to be told what to do. So just respect your locations when you go into them. Safety. Like, like I said, go with someone, never go on your own. And if you do, if you do, which I'm not saying do it, let someone know where you're going. If you're going to old buildings, anything, anything like that, you know, let someone know where you're going. But respect and safety. Perfect. Always. So I think Jan's got back to us about the her question. So single file banked and IP sweep spirit box app theory signed by Matt Benton. The Solomon application sole purpose is to prove that intelligent audio as they exists by cross-checking using its single file audio, the Lord's Prayer, backwards and forwards. If you capture something like that. Wow. That's you see now i'm going to look into that yeah i'll be honest it's not something that i've come across before so right. you know it, it would be definitely something that i would have a look at after that's you know? really interesting it's a little bit scary it is jan um i'll probably tell someone else to do it and they can tell me how it happened how it works. <laughs> pass it on and do you, do you think like religion comes into you know the fact of paranormal you know do you think there's a place like you see it on tv you have people that go in that do prayers they do cleansing you know there's so many different things you know do you believe that that works with spirits or 
It can. It depends on their religion as well. You know, uh, do we pray when we're going to buildings? No, Aiden used to to pray in uh, in uh, French, and he used to, he said a prayer in French, and uh, you'll get an amen at the end of it in the church. We were in a church in a castle down the country, and you can hear amen at the end of it. Hi, Christian. Christine. Um, so it depends on what religion they are. Some people use it. Some people abuse it when they go in. And, you know, I know when one of the old team that I was on before, they used to kind of call out in uh, Latin and then they'd stop halfway and they say, finish it. But he was told to F off. So it, it depends. depends on the religion and where you are. We were up in the, the north of Ireland. So um, in one of the locations. You know, because one of the things that we tend to, we do have events where guests come with us. And we, we don't say they have to, but a lot of the times we do like what we call is like a protection, protection chant, you know, just keeping us grounded, you know, yeah. and we yeah. find, you know, some people find that a comfort to them to, you yeah. know, feel, you know, do you believe that works for them as well? I, I personally haven't done any protection, but I, I have in my mind and I can block stuff out if I, if I have to, um, but do I ground myself when I go in? not all the time not ever like maybe once or twice on a location i've been to and that team who is running the night like uh you know we will say the prayer because you know we'll ground ourselves because that's what they do so we respect that and we do it with them i think it's good i think it's good to protect yourself um but we don't do it i don't do it personally is that just because it's not that you don't believe in it, it's just a choice yeah. that you make that you want to be in there and experience yeah. exactly the way it's going to be without yeah, yeah. any limitations, basically. Yeah, and then when it gets too hot in the kitchen, then I'm praying. <laughs> when, it gets, when something's happening or I'm told to go, like, go away, then I'm kind of like praying a little bit. Then so, But in a way, in your own mind, you, you know how to switch things off then if it needs to be and draw yourself back and yeah i think i i think i'm learning to, to kind of like if something gets too heavy if something gets too heavy and i'm gonna i'm beginning to feel scared i kind of take myself out of the situation leave the room like i know i i've left a, i've left a room one i've left a room twice in 16 years i've left a room twice because i felt so uncomfortable and it it was getting so uncomfortable that i was going to lose control of my uh fear is going to take over fear takes over too much and then i am um, i have to remove myself from the room and you know being from ireland i don't know if i'm right but yeah. catholic background yes are you catholic yourself sure to be sure yes <laughs> you know so i'm i'm catholic you know come from an italian background and i know you know if i was to go back to the elders, my grandparents and things like yeah. If I was to sit in there, if they were still here today and <laughs> I would say that I'm going around chasing ghosts at night. They you will not you. I don't, I don't <laughs> think they, they would see that as something appropriate, you know. Yeah. Um, and that, that's fine because they grow up in their times and, you know, back in their day, I don't think it was as heavily yeah. you know, televised as it is now on the internet, podcasts and things like that. Yeah. What, what do you, if you don't mind me asking, yeah. but you know, going into this sort of film, what have your family, you know, sort of, they what are their thoughts of what you do? They love it. My daughter really? thinks I'm a cool mom. 
Short-shaped <laughs> blue hair, and I'm a paranormal investigator. They think I'm a cool mom, and they tell all the school friends and that teachers. You know, my mom, you know, she hunts ghosts, ghosts and uh, spirits, and you know, and they're like, "Oh, that's nice." Next subject, because they don't want to talk about it. But I'm the cool mom. My family love it. They love it. They love to watch my shows. They love to watch my lives. They love to hear my audio. Some do, some don't. My twin doesn't want to hear it. She kind of wants to hear it, but she doesn't. But I send it anyway, and I know she's curious, so she has to play it, and then she tells me every name that I am. But my my family think it's cool. They do. They're going to see me on screen. And, and some of the people, like, you know, this could be family, this could be anyone. Like, you do get people that are very negative towards the paranormal field. You know, and everyone is entitled to their own opinion. But do you think sometimes people are like that because they're too scared to be open to what can actually happen? Like, I think a lot of people sort of shy away from it more because they're scared about what they could actually see or what could actually happen. Do you think that's... I think that because they don't understand it or some don't, some probably had an experience, but they didn't want to be ridiculed, you know, and they don't want to talk about it. Um, and there was a time when I used to say, you know, yes, there is, yes, there is. And I fight my corner. Yes, there is. And now I kind of like, I don't anymore. If they want to, like some people say, Jenny, I don't want to hear it because they're afraid. Like you said, they can be afraid. They don't understand it. Um, and that's it. They just close off to it. Maybe they've had an experience that they want to forget. You know, some people do. And I, I know this, I know I was in town last week, the week before, and I, I was talking, I, I met a guy, a random, a random, this is weird. I met a random guy. He looked back and heard my dog crying because I left him in the groomers. Mm. And, and I said, oh, that's just my dog crying. You know, he, he's in the groomers. And uh, so we got talking and he used to live in Drada and then he moved out of Drada and it was, he came back into town. He goes, the place has changed. And I said, yeah, it's, it's a very old historic town. I love it. And then of course, Jennifer drops there. I do, you know. I investigated half of this town. He goes, what are you doing? I'm like, I do paranormal. Then he was telling me what's happening. I'm, I'm now going to his house next week to investigate it because he hasn't told anybody about it because people thought he was going to be crazy. And I said, I, I said, I, and I said, it's funny how things in your home is trying to get your attention. And we meet each other today. And I tell you what I do. And now did we meet? Did this person make us meet? That now I'm going to go out to help this person for you to understand what this person is trying to say to you. So I will be going out to the, to the house next week to, to help, to help, you know. See and it is, good. it is good what you're saying, you know, you're going out to help someone, you know, I think that, that, that we've, we've had people that have made contact with us and we've met some lovely people along the way and said, we think there's something in our house. Can you come have a look? Can you do, you know, we had one of, um, you know, one of the team members, they did the, oh, I'm trying to think what it's called now. He did a prayer. It wasn't an actual prayer, but he went round and he sort of, um, oh cleanse or bless the house. Yeah. Yeah. Like cleanse the house. That's the word I was trying to look for, you know, and it was great because I got to see that firsthand. I've never been involved in anything like that. And it was mm. great to see, but do you feel like this industry is also made up with a lot of people that make up things and they try and fake things you know yeah. Yeah. and i find that's the hardest part like a lot of people want to be out and open about abilities that they have mm -hmm. and, you know and about things that they do but because there's such a bad stigma as well where people make up things it's harder 
to to be as open like there's a lot of people out there that i'm sure is very gifted but they're too scared to you know did you ever find like saying that when you were growing up you felt things you saw things were you scared to be open and tell people what you were experiencing and did you have any of that negative kind of feedback from people saying that we don't believe you and um i wasn't afraid to tell anyone i'm gobby so I'll tell anybody that listens. I've told strangers, you know, this is Jennifer's crazy, but I wouldn't. Uh, they'd probably say, oh, it's not real. It's not real. And I'm like, well, I heard it. I've seen it. You know, thanks for helping me. Mm. And I know what I do now. I'm going to have people sent to the houses because I know a lot of people. <laughs> heard about them, but I told you it was real. I told you it was real. But I wasn't afraid to tell anyone. No, I'm very open about it when I was a child. Yeah, I was very open. I was one of those kids. That, that you just, you know, you were open about. And where is it easy for people to take that on board? And, you know, did you feel they listened to you in the right way? Did you get the response that you wanted? No, they told me I was making it up. Or uh, it's just Jenny having a Jennyism, you know? Okay. Like a lot of us in the family, and then I was the, can I say, the weird one? I think I probably was. You know, I remember my older sisters are twins as well, and I'm a twin. And I remember I heard them arguing one day. And I and I only found this out years ago that they were fighting over because they were taking me and Vicky for a walk. And um, I heard I, they only told me years ago that they were fighting over Vicky. <laughs> they didn't want to walk with me because I was that child. I was as I was um, gobby. <laughs> I was that gobby child. They were fighting over my twin. Like they didn't want to walk with me. I would talk to strangers when my twin was very reserved, but I talked to strangers, you know? I was that child, yeah. But, so um, would you class yourself like you were sensitive or would you say that you're more? I, I when I started off, I would lead you into, I'd be like the blind leading the blind. I would lead you into like negativity and I wouldn't know it, I wouldn't feel it. Hmm. Now, I kind of get images, if that makes sense. I kind of get names in my head, or I get an image. There's one image that I had in the museum and uh, in one certain room. I, I like the room. I, I like the room. But I got an image of a man. And then I get images, I, I, I get names. And you'd hear me like doing, or is there a Sharon here? Is there a Patricia? Is there an Yvonne? Is there a Vicky? And they're like, Jenny, you know, who are you calling out for? But one name will come on the audio, <laughs> one name probably out of 10. And uh, I know when I go to castles and whatnot, like hotel castles, and I'd feel the walls. I feel the walls of buildings. Okay. Yeah, I feel the wall of buildings. And um, I kind of have an image in my head what it would be like to live there. And I've been told many things that, you know, I you lived the castle. Because I remember when my brother was getting married in a beautiful Cabra Castle, beautiful place, fabulous hotel. And it's it's about 40 minutes away from me. But I'm walking down these spiral stairs. I'm holding the wall, rubbing the wall on the way down, the bricks, yeah. uh, as if I like I was called down to dinner, like I lived there. But I just feel buildings. I'm that person. I feel buildings. <laughs> that sounds so bad. I, I think um, Christine's relating to you there as well, because she's doing it and she picks up the energy or for the energy. You yeah. know, and you know, so you picking up things by, you know, touching the building, it sort of sets your mind back to, you know, the age of the building and things like that. Um, 
do you believe in like mediums and and things like that then especially mm. these ones like in america i've seen um a few that the police use them in murder inquiries to locate mm. bodies and you know and then you see them on tv that they do these private readings and some of the information they get is so bang on you know yeah. do you feel that it's just reality tv or do you think it's real what they they actually do no, it took me a long time to believe mediums. It took me a long time. And uh, oh, I'd go in and they couldn't read me because I would put my wall up. And I'm thinking, if you yeah. know what's going on, you've got to read me. I'm that bloody person. They hated me. <laughs> I annoyed them because they couldn't read me. She got with them. And, um, but I found a medium that blew my mind, blew my mind. And I wanted to dissect her brain and go, <laughs> how do you know this stuff? Like, I went to see her. Oh, Jesus, I went to see her. My daughter's now 19, when she was making her first communion. That's how long ago, the first time I seen her. Mm. And she writes everything down. And I'm going to say, her writing is like doctor's writing, if not worse. You can't read back. You can make out, but you can't read back. But she won't let you bring a recorder. So it's kind of like, remember what she's saying. So I went to see her again two years ago, two or three years ago. Afraid to go back to see her again, but I'm thinking, okay, let's try this one out again. And um, oh my goodness, blew my mind, blew my mind. She said one thing that I know she would never have known. And I'm like, are you freaking bloody kidding? Are you kidding me? Blew my mind. And then another friend of mine, Catherine, and uh, she is in America and um, oh, she was in Greece at the time. And I was eating pistachio nuts, nuts, and we were leaving each other voicemails. And I voicemailed her saying, oh, bleep, 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 I dropped my last pistachio. And I was really enjoying them. So then she voicemails me back saying, it's down beside there. She goes, no, wait, it's down beside the, the, the hard drive and the computer and the table. I'm like, okay. So I kind of, this is where I'm sitting. So I put the keyboard in and I put my torch on and I looked down. It was there. It was, she's in Greece. And, and then my next picture, I took a selfie and I sent it to her. And now, who was I? Rolling tinfoil around my head. <laughs> <laughs> and I took a selfie and I sent it on to her. And I'm like, at the face of me, like, you cannot, you know, kind of penetrate my mind. Like, she could tell me, it was remote viewing, it's called. But she could tell me where the pistachio nut was. And I left it there for weeks. I left it there for weeks. I think one of the dogs got it now. But it was crazy. Like, I want to dissect these people. That, you know, that's amazing to be that accurate and being able to give you information like that. You know, mm -hmm. it's really, really good. Um, you know, but again, it's things like, you know, you see a lot of it, you hear a lot of different opinions about mediums and clairvoyance. And a lot of it, people say about, they, they know what questions to ask and how to read your body language to sort of, get you mm -hmm. to open up to the next question so mm -hmm. it, it's hard to tell what's true what's fake what you know again it just sort of trying to find that balance isn't it to, yeah. you know. when they when they say things oh my goodness like there's one of them when i went to her about two years ago two or three years ago i can't remember but she had me crying because i'm like like i like i was gonna say i don't cry but my children said mom all you ever do is cry you know, I, I watch TikTok, I cry. I watch Facebook, I cry. I watch movies, I cry. But I'd probably just get older. <laughs> but this woman had me crying. She's, oh, she's amazing. She's just out of this world. I have to go back to see her again. She doesn't like what I do. She doesn't like what I do. 
Do you think a lot of mediums are like that? That because of that, they're trying to connect specifically to spirits for to communicate, to give final messages and things like that. You know, Mm. create you know closure for a lot of people that are living still. Do do you think a lot of them think what we do Mm. is you know not right? You know. Yeah, I think they do. I think it's just like you know, let it be, let it be. But we can't because we're human and we want to know what happens when we pass away we want to know it's curiosity so it's some people don't like it and i get it i understand it but you know we don't push it on them some people are too afraid to come in. they love what we do but they don't want to come in an investigation i i, think, I agree with that it's it, as long as you go in with the right intentions and it reverts back to what we said earlier on is about mm. respect you know because spirits communicate they must want to tell us their story you know, and I think, you know, if they're there still, they've got unfinished business. They just want to be heard sometimes. And have yeah. you ever had like an investigation where you've been out, nothing's going on at all. Mm-hmm. And then you sort of just get, start having a chat with your mate next to you and about something totally different. And suddenly you hear like a mighty thump or, you know, you hear something whispering behind you and you're like, well, you want to communicate with us, you know, do it when we're, when we're calling you out. Because you're ignoring them and they want attention. That we it's happened to us many times. Um, or you'll hear the children laughing or giggling because mm. we ignore them, or you'll you'll get see something at the corner of your eye, and uh, I'm just saying hi, Jillian. Uh, and you'll see something at the corner of your eye, and then it matches with the recorder of running footsteps up Mango, which a dog said in a, a chihuahua, and you can hear him. Little bit bongo. Um, <laughs> he's a little bit mad. Uh, but um Yes, if you're ignoring them, then they want your attention. They do want it. Yeah. So that's what makes me think that they do want. Oh look, we've got a new guest on. <laughs> um, you know, that's what makes me think that for them to still be there and communicate with us with the way they do at times, they must want to hear have their story told or you know make contact. Um, Jen's got a question there. What's your thoughts on regression? It's interesting. I know. Um... A friend of mine has, has done it before. It's phenomenal. It's just, wow. Um, it was going to be done on me, but uh, I was too afraid. I was too afraid in case I didn't come back out. You know? Uh, I, I know somebody wanted to do it over the, over over computer when it was COVID was happening, but they're in the UK and they wanted to do it over the computer. I couldn't do it because you're not in the room with me. If I panic, you're not in the room with me. So what do you think? Well, do you know what? I was going to, tr- we we went to, I don't know, you most probably heard of it, 30 East Drive. Yes. Uh, in yes. Frat. And yes. we were there, we were doing a private investigation, just a team. And one of them said about doing something like that. And I was like, yeah, I'll go for it. And I'll be honest, Sarah, Sarah went absolutely ballistic at me. She was like, you're stupid. I'm going to tell your mum. And she actually <laughs> rang my mum the next day and told my mum what I, what I was going to do. Um, you know, I think, even Sarah has her limits to what she's willing to try out. And she thinks, you know, putting yourself up when you're new to mm-hmm. it, you don't know the full ins and out, you know, mm-hmm. especially when you're trusting someone else as well, you know, you've got to have full trust in someone. And, you know, I think she's, she's been in the field a lot longer than I have, you know, mm-hmm. she, you know, I've only been doing it since portal to the paranormal started. And I think we started during the pandemic. Uh, you know, um, so I'm still I'm still learning. I think, you know, it's great because I've learned so much. You know, it's not just as 
you know, as simple as you think. There's so much to go through. There's so many different things to, that you come across. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, that was Sarah's limit. And she was like very, you know, absolutely not. And she sort yeah. of grounded me at that moment saying, you're not doing it. You're not going upstairs. But yeah. it was quite funny because I went upstairs and we were doing a call out. And I was sat on the chair in the main bedroom. And for some reason, my nose just started bleeding, you know. And that was quite... And that moment, I was like, well, that's a bit weird, you know. So then I thought, okay, I maybe will listen to Sarah a lot more from now on and not. Sarah, no, you're not well and you're in bed. She's the one with the brains, you know. Um, But, you know, leading into that, you know, people experience like bleeding and, you know, people coming up with scratches and things like that. Do you think spirits are able to actually inflict harm on others? You know, um, do you think that's... I would, I'll be honest with you, I wouldn't say that there are, because it's always scratches. Now, thankfully, I haven't been scratched. But I think if they're, if, if they're going for your attention and they have touched you and so on, sometimes they can scratch, but that's just kind of, they don't know the, the strength, if, if that makes sense, if I'm making sense. This is what I think, that... Um, he's a present. Yeah, completely, yeah. Um, that they don't mean to do it, or I know it's been televised, you know, the scratches and uh, demonic and whatnot. No, I'm going to say no. Um, I'm going to say no on that. But do they look for your attention? Yeah, absolutely. Do they touch it? Yes. If they scratch it, I think, is it an accident? I don't think, I, I haven't been, like I've been touched, but I've never been scratched. I've never been scratched. Um, I don't think they mean to harm it. I don't mean, I don't think they mean harm. No, it, it's a hard one because so many, again, it's one of those, and people come out with evidence of scratches and things that, marks that they come out of an investigation, mm-hmm. um, you know, and do you think as well, the spirits have the ability to make you feel the way they felt? So sadness, mm-hmm. you know, um, emo- like different emotions and things like that. Do you think, they can inflict that feeling onto yourself. I think so. And it, and the first time I've ever felt like that was a few weeks ago. The first time ever I felt like that was a few weeks ago and I was in the museum. And um, we were kind of coming, we're kind of getting the puzzle. Uh, oh, I'll see you, Linda. Um, that we kind of found, we're figuring out who is in the kitchen area. We're figuring out why he's not happy, why he doesn't like women and so on and so on. We figured it out. Tracy Day was in the location with us and she kind of like was telling us, I'm thinking, oh, this makes sense. Because she doesn't know build locations when we go into it. But this made sense. Um, and then like the guy would have had like a speech impediment or special needs. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was special needs. And then I think it was because it was personal. And we thought this guy was always angry and hated women, but it was a woman who was abusing him, like, you know, in the stocks and beating him and whatnot. So I said, right, Mama Bear's coming in here now. We apologize. We picked everything up wrong. We now understand. And then I was walking out and I said to Alan, I had this amazing, because I was talking to this this man. And I and when we're leaving that area, I said to Alan, oh, God, I think I'm going to cry. I was about to cry. I was about to cry. Just like that. And that has never, to, to this day, has it ever happened on any location, ever. And it did a few weeks ago. Shocked me. It shocked me that I was like. <gasps> and did it make you feel quite vulnerable that a spirit can make you feel like that, like change your emotion without 
especially when it just comes on suddenly. It you know, was, does, does it make you feel a bit vulnerable? That I think it made me. Um, I liked it because it made me understand them. It made me understand them and who, if I can say who I'm going to, who I'm working with, what I'm working with. So I didn't feel vulnerable or anything like that. I liked it because I'm learning. They're teaching me. And so I know how to work with them, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, no, definitely. Because a lot of people feel different. And, you know, again, when we've had guests come along, they've said, I feel like this or something's going on. And we mm -hmm. take them away. And you can see, like, some of the people are quite unnerved from, you know, they're, they're quite emotional. They're, yeah. they're quite, you know, they're shaking. And again, mm -hmm. this is something that I've learned along the, the journey of becoming part of the paranormal community. And yeah. it's just like, wow, is this, can this really happen? You see it on TV and you think that's not real. But when you see it in real life, there's just something different to, you know, seeing it's, it on TV. And it's you. I remember one of the ex-team members and uh, she was saying, I, oh, I feel shallow inside. I feel hollow. And she was getting upset. And I, here I am sitting on, on the floor. <laughs> Look, I'm going to have another moment. You know, and I didn't believe it. And I'm thinking, Jesus, we're doing drama again. I didn't believe it. I find I'm so hard to believe. But when it happens, I get it. It was, I liked it, if that makes sense. You know, I haven't had the anger or anything like that. But, but the sadness was definite. Mm. I think it's, you've got to be in that situation to be able to say what you like and don't like. So, You've had the, you've not had experienced like the anger part of it, but I oh, think yeah. if you was to come out of it, it would make naturally. I think I would be like, well, I didn't like that feeling because I'm not an angry person. So if yeah. I did come out, I'd be like, mm, that's not something I like, you know. Yeah. Um, and that sort of leads on to you know we're talking about spirits of you know of the past that are living, you know that have been on the planet. What about other? non-spirits so we're going into like demons the demonic energy you know again there's a lot of is it like opinions controversy about you know it's not real it is real you you're bringing up things that have never been part of this living world do you mm -hmm. believe that that's part of the paranormal as well do you I... think there's things in this i don't even know if you call it spirit world you know do you think there's things that come into us through a portal that have never been an actual living being. Mm. I'm going to put my neck out there and say, mm -hmm. maybe yes, you're a virgin. <laughs> I'm gonna say yes, uh, a little bit, not a lot, because I know there's angry people who, if you're angry in life and horrible and mean in life, that's what I'm saying, no, we're not doing this, <laughs> I don't know. Like if if you're an angry person or mean or whatever when you're alive, you're gonna be that same person when you've passed away. And if somebody's coming in and they're investigating the place where you are, they're gonna get bloody pissed and they're gonna say, you know, touch you, scratch you if they want to. And, and you know, you, you tell you to F off and call you, see, see you next Tuesday and whatnot. I don't think they're demons. I just think they're bloody pissed. So and they- Aggressive spirit. Yeah, that's what I think they would be aggressive. Is there other things that would come through that's uh, demonic? I'm gonna, I did say yes, but when I, when I heard myself saying it, I'm gonna say no. 
I'm going to say no. They're just angry. Angry. Your opinion is it's an angry spirit. That's angry. Yeah. I think so. What do you think? I'm interviewing you now. What do you think? My honest opinion. But that's like saying, you know, we, you know, it sort of brings back to like we could talk about religion as well. Heaven, hell, you know, for me, I I, I can't say I disbelieve it because we there's no physical proof for me that mm. any of it exists. And it's not saying I'm a non-believer, but I do question a lot of things. Like yeah. instead of me saying definite, 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 I'm mm. sort of like, do you know there's things that have happened over the course of the years growing up that I would say, you know, I personally feel that I've had visits from my grandmother. Mm. And when she came to me, she was at a younger form. So oh. moments moments like that. So she looked absolutely beautiful as she was, but she come to me as the younger lady that she was instead of her, the older grandmother that I remember. Yeah. Um, so things like that, I, I think, you know, there's got to be something. But then when you're going on about demonic energy and things like that, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're talking about something that's coming into our world that's never existed on the world. And I think, could that really be something that's happening? And I'm not saying, you know, when people are saying, you know, this is true, this is true, I'm not disbelieving them. Yeah. But my opinion is, you know, you need more harsh proof to say this is definite. Yeah. And that's the thing when, when where research comes into, um, like you said, you know, it's, it's still not proven, yes, and still not proven, no. And that's where the research is. Okay, let's find out. I like mm. to sit back and deal with the nice ones, and I let you go with these and find out and 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 see if it because we get a lot of angry ones. We oh my god, I've heard some audio that were they're just not happy. I don't know what my dog's doing behind me, but it doesn't sound too good. <laughs> but uh, they're just angry. Um, uh, and we've came across a lot of them, and they frighten you. They really do frighten you. I've heard think- one frighten. I think sometimes because when you get an audio through and you hear things back, it doesn't mm-hmm. sound normal sometimes. And people instantly put it, you know, mm-hmm. they label it as something demonic. And, you know, I'm, I'm not, again, I'm not saying I disbelieve, you know, because a lot of people have done a lot of research. They've done a lot of, you know, courses to learn different mm-hmm. fields. Yeah, I'm just yeah. more, if you're asking me the question, I'm, I'm not one to say I'm going to label this as definite. It's the same when you pick up spirits as well. You mm-hmm. know, we can't guarantee, you know, sometimes I think, did I hear that? Or was that my mind just playing tricks with me? Because I'm sat in the dark. I'm feeling a bit out of my comfort zone. Do you know what I mean? It's just like so many things. And I do think your brain does play tricks on you, especially when you're going through that motion. You, you, yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. What's going to happen? Is this going to happen? And, and you're going to the sense is all there because you're sitting in the dark and your senses are heightened. Yeah. And your mind is is powerful because then you're thinking the worst. You're thinking, if you're going to get touched, you're going to get touched. This is what I'm accepting now. If I'm going to get touched, I'm going to get touched. Does it make me jump and do I come out with blasphemy words? Yes, I do. But <laughs> that's the fun part of of uh, investigation. It's those um, moments. <laughs> and again i just want to be clear i'm not disbelieving or you know you know it's just an opinion that i have and i think that's the beauty of what we do 
we have a general chat and it's all about respect but also taking on board different opinions and i think that's what everyone you know what we love about doing these podcasts is everyone's entitled to their own opinion it's just be respectful about it and that's, that's it. and if everyone talks the same way it'll be boring, boring. <laughs> and that's you have nothing to talk about <laughs> no we would agree with everything and that's boring when you agree with everything because you have to have your conversation <laughs> so like beliefs and and what people believe and don't believe and i think it's great so if you find out you let us know and if i find out i'll let you know and that's another conversation you know what's your opinion on say if something say uh awful really 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 bad happened is it an angry person is it something else is it the portal do you know all of that stuff and what about things when it, it sort of fits into the same sort of category you know being possessed you know people that are saying that they've been taken over mm. by spirits or whatever do you do you believe that is something that spirits are able to do is actually i understand making you feel an emotion that's mm. one thing but yeah. taking over a whole living being do you do you feel that's something that a spirit is able to do i have seen it and then i i kind of always um think i'm so hard I'm so hard to please and so hard to believe, but that's okay. That's not a bad thing. Mm. I, I just, it was going to happen to me, but I kind of said, I'm not ready for it. I'm not ready for, you know, I do enough talking. I certainly don't need someone else to do it. <laughs> but I'm, I, I wasn't ready for it, so I didn't do it. But I seen it being done to someone else. I think it's called, oh Jesus, transfiguration or something like that. And um, I, I video it so I can watch it again. And hear accents being changed but what caught me was this person was saying some names that they would not have known of in this location they would not have known in this location but the person was coming out with names that was to that location and i thought okay okay you know i'm looking at my friend you know and and she would kind of like nod yes and i'm like really and she goes yeah because i know this person who was under would not have known this so that was it interesting, is crazy, isn't it? You know, I think a lot of people in the on the, you know watching the podcast now that are having different opinions. So, Ginny mm -hmm. said, I've always found that it depends on your experience and level of inner light that determines what you come across. Yeah, that's so, true. Um, my friend Gillian. You know, so yeah, definitely, I agree. Um, Joshua, uh, he's saying, I rarely label the dreaded D word unless. I'm has done it for months. Yeah, it, it is like especially when you're going into the D word. We'll call it the D word now. Um, <laughs> you know, it is one of those subjects that everyone has a different opinion when it comes to that. Yeah. Subject. Like my duality a demonic sometimes. Like she can be absolutely demonic. Is she is she bad? No. <laughs> she can be <laughs> so she can be a little bit demonic sometimes. But she's good. she's a good demonic. She can be good. Hey Amanda. Hi, um, brilliant um yeah so we've you know so sessions and things like that what about astro projection you know what, what are your thoughts well we're going into so many different things now you know it's just great to see your opinion on explain not explain because i think i know it but i forget what it is astro projection is it where i believe if i got the term right it's mm. where you're asleep and then you can have an out of body experience and then you oh. can sort of see you can see yourself but out of the body and then 
is it possible for you to be able to travel to different like go somewhere I, else while you're sleeping do you believe in that um, sort of thing i like have i heard stories about it i have when people were on the operating table or in hospital and whatnot and people in their homes just sleeping and i many years ago when i lived at home and we had the bunk beds the old bunk beds and i was on the top bunk i had a dream and i was in my front garden the sky was white and i was in my front garden but there was men standing all over my garden with a bowler hat on and a gray suit but their faces were white you could not see their faces but they were like it was like you ever see a chessboard game the way they're laid out yeah this is where men were standing they had no faces uh, no faces and um bowler hats and it's just now when i'm thinking of bowler hats is the man that i had imaged in the museum in that room that i like and he had a bowler hat why did i even i don't know why how that came about but anyhow so i'm saying goodbye to my twin and my mother and i i was crying hard crying hard and so i'm going up to the sky the clouds and whatever but when i put my hand the the, the, the clouds were flat i couldn't push through the clouds Okay. I'm thinking, is it my ceiling? Because I'm in the I'm in the top bunk. Was it my ceiling? Did I leave my body? Don't know. Was it a dream? Maybe. But I don't know. Never knew to this day. I'd like to get hypnotized and see. Oh, that's a... past life regression. <laughs> um, so Joshua has just mentioned about the um astral projection he feels like he had something like that when he had a car accident so you know again I, i'm loving everyone's comments tonight <laughs> absolutely brilliant you guys sharing your stories as well so thank you very much as well um you know so you know we've spoken about a lot you know but for you as a paranormal investigator um yeah. i think every investigator has a paranormal bucket list you know and one of it is where they want to investigate so where in the world would you want to investigate is there a lot of bucket list for you that you think yeah. this has to be done yes i was asked this question a few weeks ago and it was kind of like they looked at each other to say well we've never heard that one before uh main the, the usual places like alcatraz i'd love to do alcatraz i like dangerous places i'd like to do alcatraz then i have the catacombs in in france love to do it but there was one place that I mentioned, because the question was, if you had all the money in the world, where would you like to investigate? Because I wasn't asked that before, like, so if money's not an object, where would I like to investigate? Probably the other places that I did say, because money is an object. But, um, uh, oh, Lord, what was it saying? What was it? What was it? It's in my head. It's in my head. Rome, you know, in Rome, the... Um, the Colosseum? Not the Colosseum. No, no. Why can't I get the name in my head? I'm gonna say I'm gonna. It's gonna sound really stupid. It's gonna sound really stupid. It's where the Pope lives. You know that big house. I'm gonna sound so freaking. This is how tired I had no sleep last night. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Rome. Um... Holy Lord! What the Vatican? Holy God, Lord! Oh, at least, at least someone knows what you're talking about. Thank you, Ashley. <laughs> me last night. Me, I'd have a few birdie drinks last night, so I couldn't think. Holy Lord, that's me one day older, and I'm losing my mind already. 
uh, the Vatican, that's the one, the Vatican, I would love to investigate that. I'd love it because when it comes again for me, when it comes to religion and paranormal, it's, it's my go-to. I love talking about religion and paranormal. I really do. It's a taboo conversation. It's, it's, it's a bit of a debate as well, but, um, Oh, that's so funny. I couldn't remember. <laughs> sorry, sorry. And um, I like the I like the whole religion and and paranormal. I like it. Yeah. What right. are they? Right. I, I think like history, like history and paranormal go hand in hand. You know, it's really good. But when you're when you're talking about religion, that we're, in my opinion, you're treading on dangerous waters. But especially for people that are very religious, you know, I think. It could upset those sort of people. And I think it's never our intentions to upset anyone. But it's one of those subjects, it does involve history, religion. Yeah. It, it all ties in, you know, quite nicely. Especially when you're looking at different decades and different centuries, you know, the religion was always part of it. It's really part. part of it. And I'm laughing at Gillian there when he was asking, where do I want to go back to? And she was saying, go back to Harriet. Yes, Harriet. Oh, my goodness crazy crazy in in Chalva castle oh my goodness it was just phenomenal we could hear her running above us and we all looked at each other it was just mad uh, but there is a lady that i know and she's very god-fearing and she's very religious you know and she goes to church every day and so on and so on and she doesn't like anything with the paranormal and i would say and i have said it before i but i said and i know it's going to sound really stupid and i know not, most people don't like talking about it but i said we have documentation of investigations and we do even though not everybody believes it but we have video footage mm. of audio and the audio could be perfect when it comes to questions that we've asked and you get an intelligent response we have that to document now i'm gonna say it and please don't come for me anybody please don't come for me but do we can we document religion can we document it? Can we document, you know, I know there's a robe in Rome now that they have it out on display and it's the robe Jesus Christ was wearing, you know, it's, and I'm thinking, oh, I don't know. I'm really. That, that's why I was saying like religion, which we're, we're treading on dangerous waters. But yeah. if you think some of the places that we, we investigate, you know, across the UK, you know, a lot of it, has had a form of religion based in those locations. Yeah, you know, yeah. Especially when you're investigating a, a disused cemetery, for example. We got one in Southampton that is is not an act, but you know, it's part of them, but there's so much activity there. Yeah. You know, it, and I think I think someone said it, as long as you go in with respect. And I think it was Christine again. She said, always going with respect. Yeah. If you're going in with the right intention, you know, you're not doing anything to upset anyone. You're just trying yeah. to, in a way, it's, it's like a science experiment. The way I see it sometimes is like, you're just trying to prove that there's more to life I've after. Asked some awful questions. I have asked some awful questions. I asked, asked the one, and I really did. I'm going to hell. But I really did. And I said some awful questions. Um, there in, in uh, oh gosh, it was in a monastery, a monastery, and um, yes, that's it, Gillian. Scientific test since the eighties. Wow, I need to look more into that. 
and I'd be, I'm interested in that. I, I'm really intrigued in it. But I was asking questions to in a monastery down in the south of Ireland, and you know, you have the, and you have the, the headstones, and then you have the headstones that up the steps in a in a room, but the door and the roof is not there, and the headstones are on the ground. So these would have been the higher priest. Yeah. God, the questions I asked, Aidan said to me, "You're going to hell," because I just wanted to know. I was asking questions about, and I probably can't even say it. But I was asking asking these higher priests some questions that I probably it's a question. It is a question. How do you find that Ireland is now that some we're not turning our back on religion, but we kind of, you know, yeah. It's very it's very controversial when it comes to some of them. And I really do. And some people don't want to hear it. And I won't say it because we're not alive, but it'll be a conversation that's probably private. But I have questions. If you've asked those sort of questions where you know it's testing the water. Because, yeah. If you've had an intelligent response, is right. that an indication that the spirit wants to share that with you? You know, if they know, you know, if they didn't want to answer you, they wouldn't give you the answer that you're looking for. Or <laughs> they didn't answer my question because I got I was really getting into oh. it. And Aiden said to me, he looked at me because Aiden was training, Aiden was thinking of becoming a priest. So, so how I didn't burn there and then on the grounds, I don't know. Because I was at, oh, I was asking questions about, you know, so what do you think of your priest today? What do you think of your priests? You know, because I'm going, mm, we're not going into this conversation. We're not going to like dabble into that. But I'm asking these higher priests, what do you think of your priest today? Yes, I did, Joshua. Yes, I did. I did. I got, God, forgive me. And then I was walking down the road, leaving, saying, I'm sorry, I was joking. I didn't mean it. Please don't follow me home. And yeah, so I did ask those questions. But I think it's sort of the questions sort of come to you based on the location where you're at. And it's, again, I don't think it was any disrespect that you were trying, you know, it's just because I sometimes feel I get random questions that I call out and I don't even know why I've asked a question like that. It's just come to me and that's what I get told to or what I think of asking. Uh, Gillian, uh, your faith is inside you. Religion is whatever man-made club you are brought up in or choose to practice the faith. I do believe in that, um, you know, it's <laughs> trouble on this show. <laughs> That's Brian. You're right, Brian. Hey, bro. Um, I do agree with Gillian as well. Um, faith, religion is a choice and you choose what you believe in. But again, as long as we're showing the right respects, then, you know, we're, we're doing what we should be doing in the right manner. You know, it's- I'm Sorry when I left. I did say sorry when I left, but I kind of, I, I was, I was pissed. I was. I was very pissed. I was very annoyed and my questions were genuine and legit. And I was very pissed with them. Uh, and that's when it comes to religion and, and me. Um, like I am Catholic. I don't practice it. I don't preach it. Um, yeah, that was lovely dance. <laughs> uh, but that's when it, it's a very taboo subject. It really is. People can like give out to you or not. But as we say, freedom of speech. I'm yeah, that definitely. person that asked the questions that I shouldn't. Mango? And, you know, paranormal has so many different sectors. You know, do you do anything away from, you know, spirit work? And things like that? Do you ever like look and delve into things like UFOs, you know, and things like that? Do you have an interest in anything else or is it strictly spirits and... Of that I, love that you I love it all. Um, 
Mango, mango. Oh, thank you, Jan. Thank you so much. Um, I love everything with UFOs. I do. I, I like it a lot. I'm very interested in it. Anything else when it comes to, say, Bigfoot, all of that? I'm going to say no. But these are my opinions. So we were having opinions. that conversation with Scott the other day um, from uh, Paranormal in History. And him being Scottish, you know, living in Scotland, one of my questions, and I was bringing it, was about the Loch Ness, you know. And, like it, and and again, it was just like, there's no actual proof. It's been televised, it's been on the internet, all these pictures. And the same with Bigfoot as well. You know, some of the things that you see that they're saying, we've seen Bigfoot, this is the footage. Sometimes it looks like a man just with a big hefty coat on. And you think, that's a man just walking up the street, come on. You know, walking up the pub. And... And again, that's an opinion that I have, and everyone believes different things. But when it comes to things like Bigfoot and Loch Ness, it's hard to, because. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've looked up the 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 Loch Ness, and you know how deep that uh, lock is, how deep the lock is, and and uh, I've watched documentary on it before, uh, and it's getting wider and it's getting deeper. But I, um, I don't know Bigfoot. I know there's so many, so many people in America. But I said, when you find hair on a tree or a branch, do you uh, analyze it? Like, what animal is it going to be? Is it going to be a bear? Is it going to be, you know, a wolf or whatever you have out in, in the places? It is. In Ireland, is there any Bigfoot? That I was like, I'm not going to say what I was going to say, but um, no. I don't know. I don't know. Not that I don't think so. No, there is none in Ireland. None in Ireland. Do you, do you believe in the theory of Bigfoot, though, or do you think it's a? Do you think it's someone that's just been made into a story and then it's just gone from story to story? Um, is it? <laughs> Let your dog out. Sort it out. Watch. I'll probably do it. See if she wants out. Sasha, do you want out? Out? Oh, she's beside. No, we're not doing that now. Jump mm -hmm. up the window. Um, do I believe in the Bigfoot? Uh, no, I'm sorry to say, but I don't. But that's only my opinion. It's like other people wouldn't believe what I believe in, and that's fine. But I, I don't. Is it an? Is it an animal? Mm. Is it a bear walking on his back legs? I think you know? that's the thing for me. When you see it, it you can always say it's just someone with a big puffy jacket on and it. It's hard. It's one of those, it's a hard one because um, a lot of people, yet again, they have different beliefs. Um, my last question, right? Um, and this one I think is important for any new investigator. When you get a new location, do mm -hmm. you research the location or do you go in with a fresh mind, no research on it, just go in and investigate and then do you research it? I don't research. I'm going to say sometimes I have done, but most of my locations I go to, I've been doing it for doing them for years. It's not rare that I go to. It's rare that I go to new locations, if that makes sense, because most of the locations I go to, I'm going to for years. But if I did go to a new location, would I look it up? No, I wouldn't look it up. But then I'm nosy and I'm curious, so I probably have a little peek. I, but I do. <laughs> I would. Um, do you, do you 
do you think if you look into a location before you've actually gone there it not intentionally but you're sort of influenced to so say if you pick up a name of a location that you know someone that was known there one of the you know someone that was living in the castle do you yeah. think that you're in the investigation do you think you could be influenced into thinking i've just heard that but actually yeah. because okay. i read it on the internet you know that's my sort of you know are you influenced by researching these yeah i i do and I'm, I'm learning not to research them because it's the same with the museum that i go to brian sorry bigfoot does exist i was married to her I'm a big fun as well. I have an ex, he's a big fun, but you know, he's still my good friend. He's still my good friend. But Harry, Harry, <laughs> but still my oh. good friend. And I'm a dog groom and I just wanted to shave his back, just like kind of like the clippers. Let me, like, you know, do that. But, um, Oh Jesus! I was going to say something now. My train of thought has gone into something else. Uh, but Brian's thrown us off. Thanks, Brian. Oh, what was that train off. <laughs> Bad was man. Right. Um, but yeah, do you do you feel that you're influenced in the investigation if you was to? Yes, I think so. Before. Yeah, I think so. And the and now that like I'm going to say museum again. You think yeah, I'll ever do is to museum, but <laughs> you're welcome. Um, but, <laughs> We're finding out stuff in the museum that we didn't know and i love it because we we don't this is not something that you can research so finding out stuff that is uh new to us but it's validation in in the location it's um it's exciting i love it because you're discovering it for yourself so therefore there is communication there is communication you are having that conversation and and that you can't you couldn't research this bit up but we're making uh we're making like i say when you go to location you're making up a story of uh somebody there that is not written about but you're doing the location for so long that you're learning to know who they are and that people don't know of and is that why you like is that why you like going to the same locations because you're like yeah. In, in your mind you're building a story yeah. about you know and it's like you said there's one particular location you've been doing for over six years now strata museum millmount it's in my town just out of like you've done a lot of investigation you've picked up a lot of things over mm. the course of the years have you ever thought about turning it into a book like publishing a book on your investigation i can't let people read what you've done there you is know, a lot of reading she's a lovely lady she's an author as well and she keeps saying to me jenny send me on some of your stories and i'll credit you nothing will be no words will be changed and your name and your team will be credited in the book so i just never got around to sitting down and writing them out i, I just don't want them to be short i want to say all my experiences but then you could do it as some sort of a diary can't you like you know you can put you can stamp it with specific dates that you've gone there and people can read how the investigations are different in some do you know what i mean like different Nothing things happen yeah i would do that because i know many teams when they go out and they write up the beginning middle and end of the nights but i would do that definitely would because i have and pens in every room so i would sit down and jot down what had happened i think i think a lot of people would be interested even if you had like a 
like a blog online, a paranormal blog online, and people can just put their stories up and yeah, I would yeah. Oh geez, I I would talk for like ages. Oh, <laughs> Brian. I think Brian's trying to change this into a chat line, like a dating Brian, a dating podcast. Oh, Brian, I don't... What happens? I'm getting another dog, and I have five already. So you know, if that happens, I'm getting a dog. You're getting a dog. I'm going to my five. <laughs> um, but yeah, one last question from Christine. I'll yeah. just read that. What about the Ferry Mounds in Ireland? Mounds in Ireland. Um, I think, and I'm going to say it, uh, and if Gillian's there, you know, what do you think? Um, it's folklore. It is folklore. You know, it's because I know in my home when I where I grew up. We had a huge garden, and then uh, one side of the gardens there was that like the fairy mound and whatnot. Um, and I did think back then about it. They built the roads around them. Roads them. I just mango. What are you eating that you probably shouldn't be eating? Um, I never. I know. I did. I know. I had someone on the show before, and you know we were talking folklore, and I do love Irish folklore, but. Um, I don't know. It's it's stories for me. It's stories. But I like the man that I had on before. I could listen to him all night. I think it was in the 70s, but I could listen to him all night. And um I think it's just folklore. That's what I think, yeah. Brilliant. Elementals. Oh, the Lord. Elementals. Uh I'm gonna say no. I'm so hard. I'm gonna say no. I, I don't. I know there's a lot of talk about elementals, but I I'm gonna say I don't believe in them. I think I it's hard. Well, you know, you need real evidence to be able to. You do. Thing. And, and sometimes when you're reading on different things about people's evidence, about you can sort of pick little things out that can that really be and. You sort of question it. And I think it comes into what your beliefs are as well. You know, how far you take that. And, you know, like I always say to everyone we speak to, it, you, you need to do a lot of research before you can make a proper decision. You know, and then when you come to the end of it, like you're saying, you believe you don't believe in certain things. You know, I'm sure you've done a lot and you've listened to a lot of things to come to that decision. You know, it's... Yeah, I have. And I just... Like I'm all, like I say, I'm all about documentation and oh, Mango, he's not my dog, I'm dog sitting. <laughs> he's going home on Friday and I love him. Mango, hold on baby. Um, uh, like I have looked into them and I just, it's stories. It is stories. Like when we were talking about the UFOs and that's a lot as well. But um, when I was younger in my teens and I was leaving my friend's house, I was going home, like I'm a long garden. My brother's friend was walking up my garden. It was November, it was November. And so the sky was clear. It was a beautiful night sky. Stars were in the sky, it was lovely. No clouds, nothing. And for some reason, I put my hand on my friend's shoulder and I said, what's that up there? And I pointed up to the sky, but <coughs> mango, shh. But nothing had caught my attention. But for some reason I said, what's that up there? Oh no! But I got thinkers and I'm in trouble. <laughs> I seen these things in the sky, and I said, "Oh my goodness!" It was—I I, promise—it was just 
heard, and I can't even explain what happened. My whole family was watching it. My mum was picked up from work. There was three things in the sky, like they're in the shape of Haley, like Haley's Comet, and they were smoky grey. Wow. They weren't white. They weren't grey. They were like a smoke, like a cigarette smoke grey. Three of them, like round, and then goes into long tails. Two was this. Now I've said this for years, and it's still kind of like tightens my my throat when I talk about it. There was two here and one here, and they go like that up, and they go missing. And but there was no clouds for them to go missing in. And then they'd swap sides, and then there'd be two here and one here, and then they're doing the same thing. And they kept doing that for a few hours. Now I was given a brown paper bag in something like that, Chris, and I was told of something. It was mad madness, and I know I get very kind of um, dramatic about it. But um, I was that child that I knew wasn't right. My sister looked out the window and said, right, everyone in, everyone in, you know, and she put TV on for them and whatnot. But I'm, uh, I did, I, let me What's tell you, everyone heard me in the cinema. Everyone heard me in the cinema when I wanted to watch it. And um, what happened? So my sister, two of her friends, one of the fathers had passed away that night. One of the other friends, her mother's machine was turned off. And our brother-in-law, we have two brother-in-laws from the same family. Their brother had passed away during the week through a horrible accident. So um, it was on and on and on for hours. And I, I was highly upset. I, I was, these women, these ladies were comp comforting me. So we were all outside, looking up at this old factory, but looking at these things, three things above it, swimming into each other, just like that, swimming into each other. And then, so across the road, there's this big long hedge. Now, one of them shot, because there was about 10 of us, 12 of us outside looking up, kind of like, what is, what is it? Mm. One shot down, went through the, 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 the hedge, but you could see it going through the hedge and shot back up. If you blinked, you would have missed it. We screamed, adults were running into the house that they were pulling us behind us. They were pulling us behind them so they can get in first. And that's when I lost my stuff. And that's when I someone gave me a brown paper bag to breathe into. <laughs> really, and to this day, even my throat is tied now, even thinking about it. To this day, as God is my judge, that was, um, my sister said to me, oh, it was just lights in Dublin. It was, you know, those movie lights or spotlights, this, like we're like an hour from Dublin. This was not that. This was a crossroad. I think she said that just to calm us down. Oh, I hear it on the radio, you know, it wasn't real. And I'm like, don't bullshit. I know. Um, it was crazy, crazy. I wished I knew what they were. I, I was it was mind blowing. Oh god, Brian. <laughs> you see Brian's little message. <laughs> yeah, yeah, videos that was done. Because he remembered what I said to him, and I was like surprised that you know, not surprised that you remembered, but it was like nobody would put his baby in the corner. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to finish up, but before we finish up, I want to give you the opportunity to tell people, you know, what you've got coming up with the paranormal, what's going on that they can expect to see on your web page or Facebook page <laughs> and TikTok. You know what's going on. Okay, coming up. Um, on the 24th, Saturday week, we have Nep Castle. And then the 1st of October, we have Wicklow Jane. 
And then on the 12th of November, we have Redwood Castle. And then I have other stuff to do and a few weeks after that that I can't talk about just yet. Yeah. But in those times, I will be in the museum, which I love the museum. So I will be doing lives from the museum. Um, so it's uh, Millmount is always there. Millmount, I'll always be in Millmount. Uh, and they will always be coming in. I think I'm going into it this week. There will just be myself and Alan there. So um, thank you, uh, myself and Alan there. So I love it because it's just two of us in it. And uh, oh, Joshua, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. And where, uh, so, can they, where can they see your live streams? Will it be posted on your Facebook page? It will be on Emerald Isle Paranormal Researchers page. That is my 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 team, my my love. And then Shadow Whispers in the Night is where I hold my podcast. So that's just all my lives. And that we're on Saturday night. We're on Saturday night with a fabulous guy, Steve Parsons. Do you know him? Right. Steve Parsons, yeah. He's he's a phenomenal guy. Love love his work. He was on the show before and I just had to get him back on. I think he's a funny guy and he talks more than me. I don't know, that could happen. And um, so yes, Facebook for Emerald Isle Paranormal Researchers, Facebook for Shadow Whispers in the Night and TikTok, I think it's Emerald Isle Paranormal and TikTok. And then what have- I'll do is I'll put a link to all the platforms. So if everyone wants to go and check Jenny out, um, definitely please do. Um, but Jen, thank you so much um, for taking part this evening on your birthday as well. You know, we've had a great chat about literally everything. You know, I think a lot has been spoken about. And also thank you for everyone that's joined in in the chat tonight. Some of the questions have been absolutely brilliant. And getting your guys' opinion as well, you know, is absolutely brilliant as well. So um, thank you very much. Um, what I'll do is I'm going to say bye to everyone. Thank you for having me on. Thank you, thank you. You know, Jen, again, thank you for taking part and, you know, becoming part of Portal to the Paranormal. You know, we definitely want to, you know, definitely want to catch up with you in the future, you know, especially after the lives, you know, and we'll catch up with you. Definitely. Um, It was brilliant. Again, thank you, everyone, for joining in and have a nice evening or a remainder of the week. But bye, everyone.